This is the NT Filmmakers Podcast, Episode 6. This is the NT Filmmakers Podcast where we talk to filmmakers and creatives from the Northern Territory of Australia about their projects, their experiences and their challenges. And now, here's your host, Steve Archer. Welcome everyone to the NT Filmmakers Podcast. In this episode, we'll be providing some detailed information about the newly announced 2019 Spark Initiative, an exciting opportunity for NT filmmakers. We'll also hear from Sean Guy about his experiences writing for a variety of different mediums and, as a special bonus, Sean gives an exclusive announcement to NT Filmmakers podcast listeners. And I'll let you know about what's happening at the upcoming NT Filmmakers Network meetup on the 5th of June. So sit back and relax. I hope you enjoy the show. This year, the Darwin International Film Festival is teaming up with Screen Territory to deliver the festival's annual Spark Film Initiative, bringing emerging territory and filmmakers into the spotlight. The collaboration between Darwin International Film Festival and Screen Territory is set to create exciting results for the Spark Film Festival this year. The Spark program showcases the work of emerging filmmakers in the NT, It is the first program of its kind, pushing the skills of our local community to the forefront, growing the film industry in the Territory, and supporting filmmakers in broadcasting their early career films to an international audience. Launched in 2017, the Spark Film Initiative is now entering its third year. While the program has already been greatly successful over its short timeline, the significantly increased support of screen territory for the program is set to give it an even higher impact, not only on the film festival program, but on the entire filming community of the Northern Territory. The 2019 program will see production funding doubled for each film, from $5,000 to $10,000, in support of four teams whose project submissions are selected. On top of this, the talent pool will be expanding to attract applicants from the whole of the Territory, rather than only Darwin-based creatives. The new and improved Spark Short Film Initiative is supported with prizes and career incentives from key national screen industry organisations, including Screen Producers Australia, Australian Directors Guild, Australian Cinematographers Society and Alice Springs-based production company, Kama. This investment in the emerging NT film industry is one that will strengthen the Territory's growing reputation for exceptional arts and culture, and give pride to NT locals. Blondine Ruffo, the festival manager of the Darwin International Film Festival, stated that it's imperative we support the emerging screen sector, and Spark provides a great opportunity to unearth our next generation of talented Territory filmmakers. Entrants, audiences and Territorians will reap the benefits of the Spark Film Initiative, with the further investment in the Territory film industry deepening its establishment on a national level. Spark is all about uncovering potential talent, 
It is local films telling local stories broadcast to an international audience, putting the territory in the spotlight. Entries are now open for short film project ideas. Information and guidelines can be found at www.screenterritory.nt.gov.au and at www.diff.net.au. Projects can be submitted at filmfreeway.com forward slash spark-2019. The deadline for submissions is June 16th, 2019. Hey everybody, in this segment of the NT Filmmakers Podcast, we're talking to Sean Guy, who is a screenwriter, a playwright, an author, a published author in fact, uh, as well as a video producer, and he was just telling me that he uh, even knows how to handle a boom pole. So Sean, welcome along to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Sean, um, really appreciate you being here. Tell us about Malediction, first of all, and then what you've got coming up in the, the, the weeks and months to come. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just for the record, you've made me sound a lot more impressive than I am. Well, that's my job as the host. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, let's, let's, I shouldn't have mentioned that to the, to the listeners then. I, I guarantee I'm very skilled at all of those things you just mentioned. Excellent stuff. <laughs> or at least you've seen somebody doing them once before, so that's enough to qualify well, yeah, you. That's yeah, right, that's right. <laughs> it, was on, it was on a movie, probably. <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, my uh, my first book, Malediction: The Cursed Play, was published eighth uh, of November last year, and I'm, I mean I'm just stoked about it. Like it's it's been just over six months now. Uh, the first print run has almost sold out. Fantastic. Um, yeah, getting some really good reviews, and it ties into um, film and screenplays, I guess, because it's it's so inspired by Shakespeare. Mm. Um, ba- basically, it's about. Um, you know, Macbeth, which anyone who's ever oh, been to the, a theatre... The Scottish the play. The Scottish play, exactly. <laughs> I shouldn't use the name, but we're in a bookshop. So we can we can get away with that. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's inspired by... Well, I actually was doing my teaching degree um, a few years ago, and which I did finish. I'm just not using it at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I was doing my teaching degree, I had to teach Shakespeare. And at the time, um, you know, as most people in their early 20s or late teens... You know, I wasn't that interested in Shakespeare, mm. so I, I was sort of only a step or two ahead of the kids most days. You know, I'd go home and look up what happens in scene two. <laughs> um, but no, I, I got this idea for a story, and I, I've been a writer my whole life. Um, you know, the idea of, of a play that is cursed, you know, and I thought, I thought, how insane would you have to be to be in a play like that? You know, mm. a play where it's, it's sort of a, you know, it's like um, playing, uh, you know, Russian roulette. Mm. And so I thought, well, I should. I don't know if that book exists, so I should write it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fill a fill a, a gap. A gap in the market. Mm. Yeah. So my my book is literally just that. It's about a group of actors performing a play. One of the main cast will die by the end of it. There's there's sort of no mm-hmm. question about mm-hmm. that. And it's just seeing how all those, you know, those character arcs play out and those rivalries and tensions mm. and love triangles interact. Yeah, so it's it's a bit of fun. Oh, that's great. That's <laughs> great. How long did it take you to actually write the book to the point where you were happy to publish it? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh... <laughs> or should I not ask that question about a misspent youth? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually it's not as long as, as probably people think. Um, my belief is that you should always try and write 
a story and sort of in one hit, you know, mm-hmm. while while it's fresh, you know, you don't have to you lose track of characters mm. otherwise and all those sort of subplots. Mm. Um, so I wrote the first draft in about three months, mm-hmm. may, maybe coming up close to four, and then the editing took about a year. What? And that's the fastest mm. turnaround I've ever done. I've yeah. actually got another series I've been oh, okay. working on for close to a decade now, which is about five books long, um, and that that series. Yeah, I, well, I'd love to get them out in the air someday, but that's you know that's just been an ongoing process of editing because you know if you want to write a series, you have to make sure that the first books you know got all those continuity mm. sort of points when you publish it, but also in relation to the fourth and fifth books. Yes, <laughs> you you kind of can't publish book one until you've finished yeah. the entire series. Yeah, it's very mm. tricky. You know, mm. you've had, you've got to either plan it out very well, or or as you say, just wait until they're all mm. done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I sometimes see um, people putting up. Um, films where they put up a short film which is a single scene from a larger movie that they're planning Um, and and I'm sort of drawing a parallel there going well hang on they've jumped down the path of let's do this Um, although admittedly from what I've been able to gather the people doing that are so that they can then have look I've created something now fund me for the rest of it because I've got another (laughs) you know 90 minutes to to actually produce more to this story please (laughs) it's a bit like doing a pilot I suppose Mm, you know mm. but if you do a pilot you know you've still got to have written the rest of the season that's exactly right (laughs) there has to be more to it you can't just make it up as you go so it's it's good to see that 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 other that side of things where where you're actually looking at that that giant arc uh, and pulling all of that together maybe George R. R. Martin should come and get some advice from you well you know he won't <laughs> respond to my emails <laughs> no I kid but yeah we've been Game of Thrones is very much on everyone's mind at the mm, moment you know with mm. the books not finished and the TV series yes. coming to an end and yes and, and there are no spoilers in this podcast no I will I will hasten to add no spoilers <laughs> <laughs> no I, I won't talk about it anymore but yeah it's, it's, it's interesting it certainly didn't go in the direction I expected mm, that's all mm. I'll say I actually did see an interview with um, between, I should say, uh, George R. R. Martin and Stephen King. Yes, and that's quite ma- a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah made, made the comment that, you know, in the time it takes George R. R. Martin to write three chapters, Stephen <laughs> King has written and released three new books. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, Stephen King is one of those, um, you know, just gods among men. Because <laughs> I, I guess he gave up drinking, of, you know, those decades ago. Mm. After, I think it was a car crash. Mm, he mm, sort of... Mm. Um, or he was hit by a car, maybe. But he, he had this sort of awakening, and he doesn't drink anymore. Mm. And the the fervor, this religious fervor that he writes with, it's just inspiration to all of us, I think. Yeah, and it's fantastic when that sort of inspiration hits, no matter what yeah. the format that comes out in. It's all all good, and we all, of course, we all know, you know, books getting turned into into films. Oh, it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And sometimes they do a good job, and sometimes <laughs> maybe not quite so much. Yeah, well, we, 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 we won't mention Hunger Games in, the, in this at all. I was going to say Green Lantern. <laughs> well, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a probably more extreme example. Yeah. <laughs> how many superheroes? How many superheroes can one person actually play? Um, but <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he'll just do them all now. Yeah, and, well, and Pokemon yeah. too, probably. Yeah. <laughs> if I see him stepping up for a Thor movie, I'm going to be slightly concerned. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just not seeing the physique to go with that no, role. No, he's, but... uh, he's a bit lean, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But then the physique of Thor can change too. Well, that's, that's, that's true. For those who follow the comics, I'm, I'm sure you've seen multiple <laughs> colours and options along the way as well. Uh, but we, but we've digressed. We do, we do. <laughs> which, is, which is great. I like that we 
digress when we do the, these interviews. So you were saying before, you, you, uh, Sean, you've got some stuff happening over the next few uh, months. You've got a, yeah, yeah. a, a session at, a, at the a writers so the group. NT Writers Centre, yeah, mm-hmm. they've invited me along to do a um, to do a session on self-publishing your own novel, which is very exciting. I'll be in conversation with, um, I, I don't know if that's the right term, the, the other person on the panel is Mel Rowe, mm-hmm. who's, um, who's published her stuff, I think, predominantly digitally, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and mine's predominantly, you know, physical paperback. Mm. So between the two of us, it should be an, author, uh, an, an interesting talk. Fantastic. And that's being held... Uh, it's being held at the, oh, see, I don't have the address on me, but it's on the 15th of June. 15th of June? And, it's, and it's they should look up uh, NT Writers... Writers Centre. Writers yeah, Centre. for the, for that on the, um, on, on Facebook. That'll, yeah, that'll show them Facebook, the yep. Yeah, and, the, and it's a good one for The poor man's Google. Yes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely a good one for all screenwriters mm. to follow. I, I actually did a course, I, I believe it was through them a few years ago, mm-hmm. on... Um, on script writing excellent and I learned some of the most amazing techniques because most of them do translate quite well between you know written mediums mm, mm. Um, you know we were, I was talking to someone the other day that I think probably the best tip I was ever told was you know this idea of um, extrinsic and intrinsic motivations mm. and, you know make, making sure that your characters have kind of a payoff that's both you know uh, it can be internal but also you know the threat mm. that they have to punch to death or whatever. It mm, might be. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I, I just I use that all the time, and mm. I think my favorite example of it, you know, just to go back to the idea of Thor, you know, it's it's this idea of him having to, you know, be worthy of the crown, mm. and worthy of Asgard, mm. so that he can save it. You know, it's it's he has to achieve something internally before he can fight mm. the battles he needs to fight. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I mean I. I I don't know if that's helpful to anyone, but, mm. you know, it just goes to show there's so many different tips and tricks and the theory of good writing, you know, it's so important. Mm, absolutely, yeah. It's, you know, especially if you want to make a movie that people will watch mm-hmm. or, you know, a book that people will read. <laughs> yes, or, or a book that gets optioned and yeah. becomes a movie even better. And if there's any producers listening, I mean, my book hasn't been optioned yet. So. Oh, well, that, there you go. That's <laughs> just, good. Just give me a call. <laughs> that's, that's good. I, I did notice on the stats from last episode, we do have at least one listener in the United States. So, oh, do we? Oh, yes, yes. I, I, I'm, I suspect it could be Phil Denson, who's still currently over there on, <laughs> right. on, his, on his script writing workshop. Um, but I'm hoping that it might be somebody else. Well, as well. Nice, so, nice. Um, one of the reasons for doing the podcast was to get that broader audience. Even though we're talking about the NT and the yeah. and the, the characters and the environment and the the place with wonderful place we have for making films that you just can't make anywhere else, mm. was also letting people out there know across the big wide world that yes, this is a really exciting place to come and make films. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I mean, the scenery and mm. just the people even. like yeah. we're, we're an interesting bunch. Yeah. I love, I love being in the end. Yeah, there, there aren't many places where um, through 200 metres past the end of the CBD is a tropical rainforest. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's not very many cities that are like that. Oh, it's incredible. Not um, first world cities anyway. Well, yeah, yes. that's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, so we've got the fifteenth. You said of June. Fifteenth of fifteenth of June. Yeah, of June? yeah. I'd love to. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love for that to be a bit of a success. Yeah, Ooh, absolutely. Come along. come along for that one, folks. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, what have you got happening after that? So, um, the Young Author Awards is mm-hmm. coming up, um, which I believe I don't quote me on this, but I think <laughs> it's getting uh, published in. It's getting it. Sorry, announced in August. Excellent. 
So that's run by the libraries, and again, it's just a great chance for um, particularly young people, because you have to be under 18, mm -hmm. um, you know, to practice your writing, whether it's mm. a play or a novel or... Mm -hmm. I, I think pretty much all formats are, are welcomed. Fantastic. I know there's definitely been poems in, mm, there in the past. That's good. That's so, good. And I mention that because I'm going to be one of the judges oh, this year. Oh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. That's what we want to hear, people stepping in and and uh, making a difference. That's great. Yeah, well, it's especially exciting for me because that's sort of where I got my start. Oh, About cool. About 10 years ago, I entered I entered three times mm -hmm. um, when I was you know, 15, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And I never took out the big prize, but mm. I did win the uh, the Palmerston Award, which is where I live. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's it's nice. sort of coming full circle now for me to have gone from a participant to a fantastic you know, to a judge. That's great. Yeah. And and again, that's the sort of thing that that can happen up here, as opposed to Absolutely. that would be much more of I imagine of a struggle somewhere like Sydney the or Melbourne in mm. Darwin because of mm. the small population. Yeah. but the you know dare I say a bigger sort of you know, motivation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just, you know, if you put your hand up for something, mm -hmm. you know, there's Absolutely. so many opportunities. Absolutely. And it really is about finding out those opportunities. So um, yep. so for those of you who haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, and that was <laughs> not a deliberate segue, but it happened to work out that way, um, if you subscribe... <laughs> And then you'll pick up all of these things as we talk to people in, in the future episodes as well. So, um, yeah, definitely a little plug there. Now, if, Sean, you were also talking uh, a little bit earlier about uh, you'd made some uh, some fun YouTube videos for... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, your, with your crew. <laughs> with my crew. Yeah, I, yeah, my, my little squad of Avengers. Um, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I'm, I'm actually... That's probably, probably the, a copyright infringement. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm probably the least contributing member of, of that team. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yes, but uh, you're the spokesperson now. So, well, <laughs> congratulations. Well done. <laughs> and then maybe in a week or two, it'll be them and they'll, they'll say, Sean, who's Sean? <laughs> no, uh, so, uh, yeah, we've made a few... Um, well, ba basically how it started is... Uh, a friend of mine about six years ago, mm -hmm. he um, he he said, "Look, guys, I want to make a YouTube series, you know, mini series. Mm -hmm. um, let's all get together. I know a guy who does, you know, some sound stuff. A guy who does some writing. Mm -hmm. You know, let's see what we can put together." So we all came together. We met and we had a chat and a coffee. And um, <laughs> uh, basically, it never happened. <laughs> but I made I made a couple of really good friends that day. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they're all still my friends, but, you know, people I still um, work with mm. and, and consider very good friends, yeah. Um, so, shout out to Jack McMillan, um, mm -hmm. Felix Baker, Costa, um, Hatsavasamas, and Iona Francis. Um, you know, we've uh, ba basically, um, from that meeting of which never happened, <laughs> uh, Jack started a podcast, mm -hmm. um, which yep. is called the Giant Blue Podcast. Mm -hmm. We often say that it's, you know, the NT's, you know, biggest podcast or whatever, but I won't say that on your podcast. No, that's all right. I'm, I'm happy to be equal first. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, we've been going for about three years, but mm. to be honest, it's not got it. It's not got the worldwide following we were expecting anyway. So, um, for, so no, we do, we do a podcast, which is a lot of fun. I've learned a little bit about, you know, sound and film mm -hmm. and, and how cameras work, you know, which end to point at people mm. when you're trying to take a photo. 
Yep. I mean, I'm hopeless that's good. at that yep. side of things. Yep. Is, yeah. is the podcast a video podcast or an audio I podcast? I think the first two seasons mm-hmm. were video. Nice. Um, maybe mm-hmm. with one or two exceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, at, at the moment, it's just audio. So we're yep. sort of experimenting with techniques. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got some nice little microphones which are a pain to set up. Yes, yes. They work. You know. Yes, but and expensive to buy. But yeah, that's yes. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, we've done, we've done that. But then uh, more recently... Um, we have done, yeah, some short films. Mm. And again, when I say we, it's it's mostly Jack and Costa who mm-hmm. have been doing them, but they've posted them, I think, on Facebook. You could probably find them if you did a bit of a hunt. And then the most recent one we did has been posted on a Giant Blue podcast uh, mm-hmm. Facebook page. Nice, nice. And that one's exciting for me because I did write that one. Oh, excellent. That's <laughs> Whereas great. all the others I've sort of just, I think I held the boom mic for uh, one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which was somebody needs, so, but somebody needs to hold the boom. Mic. As far as I'm somebody's concerned, got it's the hold. most yes. important. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, sound is more than fifty yeah, percent. Yeah, that's absolutely. right. That's right. <laughs> so no, we've uh, we've done a few interesting things. Mm. Um, the most recent, yeah, video is just called I think it's called How to Make a YouTube Video or something, <laughs> and it's quite cute because it's it's two guys having a conversation mm-hmm. about you know. Um, what to do, what not to do, and of course, in in every second scene, you know, as it swaps between them, um, we we emphasise, you know, what not to do, and it's it's quite funny. <laughs> That's good, and and all the links to um, the podcast and to the YouTube uh, we'll put in the show notes, of course, so uh, you can you can uh, everyone you can look up those uh, uh, from the show notes, or you can go searching through your favorite browser of course so you've got you're covered on all bases there which is great sponsored by facebook i mean come on (laughs) i'm not sure this i'm not sure oh yeah maybe not well i'm thinking more about all the trouble that facebook sometimes finds themselves in well that's yeah i mean there's there's no such thing as a small problem when it comes to facebook it's either a giant worldwide issue or there's no problem giant budget than their uh than their yes 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 and, and look, I would, I would love it if they, you know, came out and said, "Yeah, we'll do something for the little people." Yeah, but that's right. no, every podcast so sure. that mentions this this week gets a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy if they did a hundred bucks. But yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that'll let me buy another microphone. Yeah, but... <laughs> or go out for drinks to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Lots of alternatives there. Yes. I'm, not sure you... <laughs> I'm not sure you can use sponsorship money for living expenses. Oh, that's <laughs> that might be a yeah. that might be a bit of a breach there. But again, we've we've digressed, and I, maybe I should have called this the the NT filmmakers digression podcast because we do seem to get off topic in all of the interviews. But you know what? That's what makes a podcast interesting. So uh, no, that's great. <laughs> That's terrific. Um, so on the topic of, of digressions, um, Sean, let me know. He's got a very special announcement. This is a uh, an exclusive, it is, is it? Well, at the moment it is, yeah. yeah I've mean, okay. sort of only decided in the last few days. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I believe, and at this point it's a plan, I will be publishing my next book at the end of September. Fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Any hints for our listeners on <laughs> what book number two might be? Well, um, yeah. Well, next book. I shouldn't say book two. Your next book is. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be called The Firebringer. Mm-hmm. It's quite different to Malediction because it's not a historical sort of suspenseful kind of 
it's more of a uh, urban fantasy mm-hmm. slash revenge story, I guess. Oh. So a bit more action, a mm-hmm. bit more, um, bit more of the supernatural elements. And, nice. And um, yeah, I'm sort of hesitant to say, but I, it, I think we can lock it in for the end of September. Fantastic. That's that's great. <laughs> See, I've said it now. I have to. Yes. Do it. That's well, right. yes, yes. <laughs> well, that yes, that absolutely yes. It's a commitment now. It's yeah, it's well, in, that's it's in it, the net. <laughs> I find that's one of the best ways to mm. you know, motivate yourself to do something. Yes. Is you tell other people because mm. you know, they hold you to it and you. Feel sort of you know yeah no you're you're absolutely <laughs> right there are, there are so many people who have these great ideas about a book or a film or a podcast or something that they want to do mm-hmm. and it mulls around in their head for years and years and years and nothing ever comes of it no you have to do it you've got to you've got to do it and you've got to tell people that you're doing yes. it so that you then have that commitment you hit the nail absolutely on the head Sean and thank you for honoring us with your your, your announcement that's oh, awesome no, it's, it's a pleasure it just worked out it's a bit of serendipity I mean yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'll do something you know my own little promo vid or something mm, some oh point. absolutely but this is mm. you've got the first scoop yeah. fantastic that's great okay so you heard it here first folks we are <laughs> cutting edge at the NT Filmmakers podcast Sean that's an absolutely awesome thank you so much for uh, sharing your time with us today and talking about all the fun things that you've been doing and the exciting <laughs> things you've got going on that's yeah. brilliant and we will uh, no doubt catch up with you again maybe for season two <laughs> uh, or if not season two then and uh, maybe we can uh, talk to you when Whenever. you're ready to release the new the new book. Yeah, absolutely. We awesome can do a stuff. Book review type of thing. Fantastic. So that's great. So folks, check out the show notes for all of those dates uh, for the um, the writers uh, meetup, uh, as well as uh, keep an eye out for Sean's new book coming up and check out those videos <laughs> that he's already done. Thanks everybody. Thanks Sean. That's no great. Worries. Thank you. No worries. Cheers. There's a very special session of the NT Filmmakers Network meetup happening on Wednesday the 5th of June 2019 at the Hive Screen Hub and Coworking Space in Nightcliff. In addition to networking with other filmmakers from 6pm, there will also be a series of script readings from our talented writers. The script readings will start at 6.30pm. If you have a script that you'd like to be read at the meetup, please send a PM to Tim Parrish, Penny Payton, or Steve Archer. For more details, check out the NT Filmmakers Network Facebook page. We hope to see you there. The NT Filmmakers Podcast is proudly supported by The Hive, a creative co-working space for Darwin film and creative industry professionals to create collaborate, focus and network with other filmmakers. The Hive is centrally located at 1 Pavonia Place, Nightcliff. For bookings and more information, email screenhub at undergrowthproductions.com. Thanks for joining us in this episode of the NT Filmmakers Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date with the latest information and most informative interviews about all things filmmaking in the Northern Territory. You can find the show notes for this episode at www.untolddigitalmedia.com.au forward slash podcast.
This has been an Untold Digital Media production, copyright 2019.